It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Hey guys, and welcome into another episode of the Lockdown Rockies podcast on your Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jenna Garcia from Mile High Sports. You can check out all of my work at Mile High Sports on social media or at milehighsports.com, as well as Anilo Piro, Luke, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but those Luke is our editor and Anilo is one of our writers. We are the Rockies team right now, and it has been such a fun season with those guys. They're really good at what they do, so definitely check out the work that they're putting out there. Um, I know Luke just did a feature yesterday, so that'll be up and exciting to to watch. Um, You can tweet at us during the game. Um, My Twitter and Instagram is at VitaVivaDiva. Uh, yesterday, I did a live video actually to unbox my Charlie Blackman bobblehead, which was really cool uh, to chat with you guys and just talk baseball. And I actually have started a new group chat where we can chat Rockies baseball, all things Rockies. So you have to go to my Instagram at Vita Viva Diva, and then you have to join the group chat. And I'll put several. Um, links to it on my story so you guys can check it out and join the chat but uh definitely go in and join if you want to talk rockies and obviously you can join via twitter we can we can do some chatting via twitter as well uh today the rockies have a double header against san francisco giants they're making up a game uh from their first series against the giants so today actually Hedman marquez will pitch against Jeff Samarja um, in the first game. And then... So in that second game, Derek Rodriguez will be pitching. And right now it says TBD as far as a Rockies pitcher. Uh, I believe they'll probably bring up Chichi Gonzalez. If it, I mean, they've probably already brought him up, but there's not been an official release as of yet. But just because of the rotation being so tight, uh, you just had John Gray pitch. Uh, you've had... Kyle Freeland pitch, you had Antonio Sensatella pitch, so you either have Peter Lambert pitch the second game, but then you're also right back into your rotation only on a few days rest for John Gray, who was the first to pitch after the All-Star break. Uh, So my guess is that they bring up Chichi Gonzalez to pitch that second game today. Again, it hasn't been officially released, but that would be my, uh, that's what my Intuition tells me um, just so that they can give their guys an extra day of rest. So we haven't actually chatted since the last time I did a podcast was before the Kyle Freeland start. 
which feels like forever ago because we have been in Coors Field, literally stuck in Coors Field for so long this weekend. I am trying to think when was the Kyle Freeland start Saturday and um, what ended up happening. I actually named it Hurricane Kyle because the episode Hurricane Kyle, because it was just like a crazy whirlwind of um, media there. And, you know, Hurricane Kyle in the sense that like, He's been struggling and he's up and down and kind of had a very hurricane-esque or a storm-like first half of his season. And then actually what felt like a hurricane hit Coors Field that very night. We ended up going into a three-hour delay. I didn't even think they were going to play the game. Honestly, they had to play it because the players' union wouldn't have allowed two doubleheaders in back-to-back days, Sunday and Monday. So they, the Rockies end up playing that game. Kyle Freeland, uh, his start wasn't terrible. He, his line and what his stats show doesn't look great. But if you watch the game and you really are used to watching Kyle Freeland pitch, he had what a vintage Kyle Freeland game, really, in, in many ways. He had a lot of soft contact and depended on his defense. Now, unfortunately, that defense um, wasn't great that night. So, it, But in a lot of days, I mean, last season, I can't tell you how many times I argued with Jake Shapiro about who was the better pitcher, Kyle Freeland or Herman Marquez, and Shap obviously felt like it was Freeland and I felt like it was Marquez, but because Kyle Freeland often allowed the ball to get either in the air or on the ground, and he he offered a lot of ground out kind of opportunities, which works well if your you know shortstop and your third baseman are Trevor Story and Nolan Arenado. Um, but I felt like Marquez, I guess, uh, has more strikeouts and he is more dominant in his own on his own, kind of on that solitary island that is the mound. I thought that he was a better pitcher. I still think he's a better pitcher. I don't think Kyle Freeland is going to ever have a season like last season again. And that's sad because he's a great guy and he's a great pitcher. I think he can get back close to that. But that was something that Shap and I had actually talked about on one of his episodes on his podcast, which you guys should totally check out. Rock's Pile. Oh, no. It's the Rocky Road podcast. He works for Rock's Pile. And then... I had talked about in one of my very earliest episodes, which I think like probably 20 people listened to and they were all my family members, but I talked about how, you know, Freeland is good if he's going to get you a ground out, but he's not reliable on getting you the strikeout necessarily. And he's really imploded this year, unfortunately, that that um, kind of strategy hasn't worked for him. But after, you know, we talked to Chris Iannetta about the Freeland start, and Chris Iannetta, the catcher has to really, he's really in control of the game. He has to be so intelligent to be a catcher, and Chris Iannetta said that was some really vintage Kyle Freeland stuff. There was a lot of soft contact, and depending a lot on his defense to back him up. Luckily, he has a great defense. Unfortunately, they were not showing up in that game. Uh, So... Kyle Freeland is back, but he's not back. He's not back, back. All right. We're going to talk more about Kyle Freeland, the starting pitching rotation, and everything that that entails, as well as yesterday's game for Antonio Sensatella, right after this break. 
Hey guys, it's Jenna Garcia, your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's show is brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own trip with Hotels.com and get rewarded almost anywhere you go. As you guys know, I just got back from Cabo San Lucas where I was able to enjoy a few days of relaxation in the sun with my family. We were able to book that trip through Hotels.com and we were able to be get rewarded and, you know, we used those rewards that, right then and there on the trip. We were able to use it and take a glass bottom boat out to Lover's Beach. It was beautiful. Use Hotels.com to get rewards everywhere you travel. It's worth it and you can even save up those rewards and use them for another trip going somewhere different and new. While you're on vacation, though, don't forget, you want your podcast to be loaded for you on the airplane. You want to listen into what you already uh, have scheduled, what your normal schedule is of podcasts, then you need the Himalayan app. The Himalayan app will record all of your podcasts into a, organize them into a list based on your interests, and they will even suggest other podcasts that would kind of fit into those that niche of podcasts that you like to listen to. So whether that's politics, sports, baseball, football, um, race cars, you can find a podcast on almost anything these days. And the Himalayan app has it all and it organizes it for you. It's so nice to have them all organized. And then you just hit play and it runs through every single one you want to listen to. Definitely check out the Himalayan app because it is worth your time. And you can use it in the car, hands-free in the car. You have your whole set of podcasts listed for you and running as you, whether you're driving Lyft or going on a trip, the Himalayan app is worth the download, guys. Check it out. Hey guys, and welcome back after the break. So let's quickly go over yesterday's game, Sunday, July 14th at Coors Field, the final game of three game series against the Cincinnati Reds. The Rockies end up pulling out the wind, the wind, the win. Um, and, you know, it was an interesting game. Antonio Sensatella said after the game that he actually did not feel like he was really in control of his pitches. He felt like he left a lot of pitches high um, and they were able to get hit. His final line was seven hits, eight runs, all were earned, two walks, four strikeouts, zero home runs. So the two stats that I was really looking for in Antonio Sensacella's start yesterday were his strikeouts and his walks. I want to, or excuse me, his home runs allowed and his walks. He allowed zero home runs, which is something that I think is really important for Sensatella. He typically allows a home run, and so 
you know that he wasn't allowing that hard contact there to really get the ball up and out. And his pitches weren't so high and on the plate that it was just easy to knock out of the park. So I think that that's important. And then he only walked two guys, so his location was a little bit better. Bud Black spoke on location after the game and just how important it is to, and how real it is, to really locate your pitches and get them you know, outside the plate. Jesus Tinoco came in the game and on his very, very, very first pitch, literally his first pitch, uh, allowed a home run to, I can't even remember who it was now. Uh, oh yeah, Perraza, who came in to pinch hit. So it was a pinch hit home run, his first actually uh, in his career. So not a great um, game for Tinoco, but Sensatella, Oberg had really great nights. Um, Wade Davis came in to finish it off and had a, had a good, you know, good game, good inning. Um, Oberg, you saw for two innings, he, he did pretty well. Um, the Rockies' offense really was was on fire yesterday and ignited, and I think that that was a really good thing. Sensatella obviously didn't give you the greatest start, but he did give you a decent start and your offense kept you in the game. So that was kind of one of the things that we had been talking about, how the team needs to get on track and have both their pitching and their offense working together, not just one at a time, but both in, in both games. So kind of a tough, uh, tough game to come in and play in. You know, Charlie Blackman and Nolan Arenado stay out of the game for most of it. Nolan comes in at the end there because, of course, he does. It's Nolan. He can't stay out of a game. But they they take a rest day just because, you know, the Saturday night game, after that three-hour delay, the start time was a 9.20 start, 9.20 p.m. And I will say I was very impressed with how many people stuck around for that start because I didn't want to. <laughs> but 9.20 start, that game didn't end till 1.11 in the morning. And you know, that that's a really late, late night for these guys after they shower and get home. It's probably two o'clock at the very earliest. Um, and then they come in and have to play a day game the next day, which is just wild and ridiculous, but they were able to get out the win. They get the win on the series. Uh, they head to Cincinnati soon. I do think that they probably split this, these two series. I think Cincinnati probably wins in Cincinnati. Um, unfortunately, the Reds are not that bad of a team, you guys. The Rockies are not that far ahead of the Reds, and that's just something that we need to keep close in our mind. They're only two games behind the Reds, behind the Rockies, excuse me, in um, the wild card race, and the Reds are, are last in their division in the NL Central. So the Rockies are, are not really on the road to the playoffs, and I was asked that on the live video last night, and um, I just don't think without another pitcher who – can really, really dominate on the mound and guarantee you some shutout innings, you're not going to be able to make the playoffs this year. The, it's just a race in the West for that wild card spot. And then you have teams like the Dodgers who continue to dominate night after night after night. And, you know, you got to face the Dodgers after this road trip. You got to come home and face the Dodgers. That is rough. It's going to be rough. And, this next two weeks is going to be pinnacle for the Rockies team. It's going to be important that they have a lot of success here at home, 
that they have some success there on the road because they have to come back and end up facing the Dodgers after, you know, they're just the powerhouse Dodgers and they don't care. They will beat you into the ground if they have to, but it, it's, um, it's a tough, tough team to face. Uh, it looks like the Rockies actually have just appointed right-handed pitcher Yancy Almonte as the 26th man for today's doubleheader. So perhaps Almonte, I know he used to be, he's been mostly bullpen this year, but he used to be a starting pitcher. So maybe they're thinking he will start in that second game. Very interesting stuff though. I will be back after the game with another episode of the Locked On Rockies podcast on your Locked On Podcast Network. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you soon. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.